Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose. I schooled them to a lot of feminism. I think I changed a lot of minds today, so hopefully I did, and we'll see. Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. And it's your girl, Claudia Jordan, C. Murder. Oh, my God. It's so good <laughs> sitting across from both of you beautiful, crazy-ass motherfuckers. Wow. We love you, too, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, so we have Amber Rose coming in, and she'll be here in about 15 minutes. So I thought maybe we'd just start the show by catching up. Yeah, right. we should. I so appreciate. what's going on, Melissa? Uh, well, you know, I just got back from Atlanta. And I went to Atlanta to celebrate um, one of my best friends. His, her husband uh, climbed to the top of Mount Everest. It's like, he literally told me he was passing dead bodies. Guess yeah. what race? <laughs> Were there really dead bodies on the hill? There was. You have to sign a release. Sounds like the White House. <laughs> yeah, right. You have to sign a release that basically says, you know, that if you perish. If you on die, the- you can't sue. No, besides besides <laughs> suing, um, just that your remains might have to be left there just to, because of the you know adverse conditions and stuff. So there was something called freshies, which were people that have died within the last 24 to 48 hours. Can you see them there? He would see dead bodies. I was like, did you take any pictures? He was like, Melissa. I was like, sorry. I would have done it. I mean. What's the problem? I don't, I think, you know, kind of like respect for the dead thing. Fuck that. They're not going to know. The respect is taking a picture and put it on Facebook so everybody can enjoy that this dead motherfucker didn't make it and you did. You died for my likes. I don't know. I live in a, I live in a, I live in a time where I want to see all, not just the train wreck. We talked about a train wreck, but Mm. I want to see blood guts and. Yeah. Carnage. Yes. Go to bestgore.com. And social security security numbers because they're not going to need their credit. Yeah. We know about that, Jason. (laughs) Moving right along. Claudia, what have you done this last week? I was in um, Dover and in Philadelphia doing press for my new film. Uh, It's called Jason's Letter. Oh, really? My letter? Well, (laughs) it's about a young um, 12-year-old black boy that was frustrated with, like, seeing his peers being gunned down by the police. So it's a true, a real letter that he wrote. And so he... um, writes a letter basically suggesting to city council to go back to segregation, Mm -hmm. removing all white officers from black communities and not letting them be reintroduced into uh, the system until they've taken like sensitivity training, spent like 80 hours coaching a black team, like a team, a sport, whatever, just to kind of get used to the culture and to not look at young black boys as a threat. And he has some great ideas in the letter and it's very controversial and the movie was good. Myself, Vivica Fox, Quinn Aaron, he played my baby daddy. (laughs) So can we just pause right there? So Quinn Aaron, uh, for those that may not know who the fuck we're talking about, Quinn Aaron was in- The the blind side. side. He was the star of the blind side. If you don't know who the star was, it was the big black nigga in that motherfucker. (laughs) And I'm cool with Quinn. We're cool. I like, he's a a good person. Yes, he is. But you guys had a sex scene, right? No, he was my ex-husband. But he wanted to have a sex scene or they wanted to have a sex scene? No, they didn't want to have a sex scene in that one. That's the list with um, Brian White, Columbus Shore. There's a lot of sex in that movie. Okay, but but with Quentin Aaron, if you're his ex-wife, there was no like flashback to when he laid on top of you and made sweet love or anything like that for the audience to see because the audience wants to see that side of him as a serious actor. They want to see that side of him on top of me, and he's my ex, and we're mourning the death of our son. Maybe you were trying to oh make another Oh my God, one. you just totally ruined the fucking story. I didn't know he died. <laughs> oh no, our son dies and that's what sparks the movie. Oh, that's okay, I thought you were going to say Jason died. Listen, no. first of all, Jason's right here. <laughs> if I was to, just say hypothetically speaking, in another lifetime, I laid on top of a woman ugh, and had a kid, right? And the kid fucking died. Mm-hmm. Wait, I can't say it that way. The kid unfortunately passes away. Mm-hmm. 
I would want to get, I may want to recreate that, that, that thing that we had, that bond, because now the bond may be broken. You don't want to have a bond over a dead kid, right? So you think kids are like, I don't know, uh, a, a, like when a waitress drops a plate, like, oh, we spilled that plate. Let's go make another plate of nachos. See, no, a kid's not like that. Like it's a kid. First of all, shout out to all the children out there who are really passing away. It's unfortunate. We're talking about a movie, so I don't want the people to say, oh, he's insensitive, the gay guy, whatever. Mm. I'm just saying that I would- Jason I, insensitive? I would love to see you and Quinn Aaron in a sex scene where you're like rubbing his stomach and maybe licking a ball or two. I don't lick balls. On film, first of all. Shout out to Genuine. <laughs> I never licked his balls. I've never licked his balls. Side note. Oh I know. Never I'm licked. just, I just, I think about Genuine when I think about you. I and don't know why. Because you guys are good friends. 20 and, years. And you guys hang out uh, and people just automatically assume that you're boning. And we're, I don't. We're not though. And he told me, I talked to him like two days ago. And he's like, I get so many messages every time I post a picture of you or comment. And he's like, she's so not like what people think. And he's like, I've known her for 20 years and we're not doing anything. Yeah, I know you're not. But I will say that he is the man for you. I know you, I know you, I, I personally Why think, do you that, think has, that because they, you're friends. We're really good really friends. friends. Mm. You are attracted to each other. He's cute. Turn the camera. <laughs> you're attracted to genuine. He's attracted to you. Uh-huh. There's a, there's a, just a natural spark or affection there. Have you ever been around us before? No, but okay. I just, from hearing from you, we're yeah. looking at Instagram then he was like licking all on you or something in one of the videos. No, he was, he like nuzzled his like nose and mouth like into Soleil my Soleil has no chance to come back. But she's engaged though. She's moving on. To, she's with Professor Griff. So mm-hmm. they've been divorced for three years. So I hate that. Every time we post a picture, it's like people, oh, does Soleil oh, know? She's fine. Like they, yeah, they're they, not even together. And they're great. They co-parent great. Like, you know. You'd be a good stepmom. I would. And I think you two, based on the size of his dick and the fact that you are <laughs> wow. still very, um, is no. visceral the right word to inject here? No. Okay, whatever. You're still. <laughs> you said ready. that in the last show. <laughs> Vibrant. You're still. She said that on the last show. <laughs> you're still. You're still willing, able, ready to get it in with a man that you love. Of course. So like, I y'all, wanna, to, I want to have a nice, healthy sex life. I don't get it enough. I would love on Hollywood Unlocked to break the sex tape of Claudia Jordan fucking genuine to the song Pony. I don't release <laughs> my sex tapes. <laughs> Like if I make a sex tape, which I have made oh, I sex know. tapes. Trust me. I yeah. was with you on New Year's Eve a few years ago. <laughs> Damn. Wait, we could just crash. right along. <laughs> not a lot like that. But no, I, that I sex never tape let, gets out, I will broker that motherfucker. I, I, never let, I never let a guy film me. I've always, you know, I have the camera in my hand. Like yeah. I've never even sent a nude picture. One thing about really? you, you keep the receipts. Yeah. She's never. smart. I've never had. And men. You never even sent an areola, just one? No. Oh. I do like artistic, like I do like a butt shot, but my face won't be in it. Like yeah. I'm like kind of a prude like that. Well, like, Melissa does that. Uh, she did that when you guys went to uh, Las Vegas together, that private jet trip. Really? That was a motherfucker. You know, we actually talked about it because your Wait, friendship, what? your friendship has grown tremendously over the years. I remember the Over the months, us, actually. I remember <laughs> <laughs> over the last few, few 48 hours. Actually, okay. last couple weeks. The, I remember us all sitting. What an you Don't that shit. <laughs> I remember us sitting once at a um, sushi restaurant on Sunset Boulevard. Shout out to that. Oh, yeah, it was really awkward. It was the funniest shit. I still have the photo of you two where I go, can you guys talk? And you were like, yeah. And she was like, yeah. And then I go, hey. And you turn around. You both were like. (laughs) It was like. And now you guys are just like thought shotting it on the private jet. There was no thought shotting on the private jet. We were very dignified on the private jet. We were. Some of us were drinking. I was drinking a lot. So let me tell you. I was on a cleanse. So let me tell you, I didn't, um, I didn't tell you this, but, and I won't, I won't put the business out there, but on the show, I said to her, 
you know, when Claudia posts a picture of you two get on a private jet and I'm out the fucking loop, y'all on some other shit. So what I did was I went to her Snapchat and there was nothing for like an hour. So I'm like, they're in Vegas. So I called Floyd and I'm like, is Melissa in Vegas? She's like, I ain't talked to Melissa. I'm like, okay, Claudia just set some shit up. I know what the fuck's going on. Oh, I set it up. You're the ringleader. If I'm not there, it's your fault. She didn't, she didn't really. I don't no, know if she could so, say that she but did. It's all I'm good. a low-key Chuck Willery. <laughs> okay well listen this week i went to la gay pride um i, oh, I wish i could have gone you went would you went i love stuff like that oh, i, I love pride yeah. it was an amazing experience i was able to take some of my staff who've never like been exposed to the gay community it's like one guy who thinks that every gay person probably wants him i'm speaking for him he's in the mm-hmm, other room whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so he went he was able to get exposed to the gay community and just get exposed to understanding like what people are celebrating and mm-hmm. why they're celebrating mm-hmm. and um, we we did a segment out there called The Block where we asked people crazy questions. So my question was, if you could do any celebrity threesome, what would it be? Mm. This motherfucker comes up and he goes, Floyd Mayweather, Ray J. I'm like, uh, that cut. So uh, move on. Move on. Wow. We're not gonna go. Shout wow. out to our sponsor. Stop disrespecting our sponsor. Wow. Who would be? That, that's We're a compliment, not, isn't it, though? Yeah, but we're going to keep on going. Who would be your threesome? I was going to say, who would be your threesome? I, I want to get some ideas. Um, A threesome. See, with two men, it just so it seems so violent. You yeah. know? Trey, Trey Songs and Chris Brown. Ew. No, mm. no. I said that out loud. I'm sorry. No. The game and Rick Ross. <laughs> no. I saw the game last week at the parlor. Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> I saw the picture. Shout out to LT Hutton, all highs on me. He comes out. No, but uh, wait, so. I went, can't do anybody with like a breathing problem. So we went to get. <laughs> like, they're like, you, if they talk with that mouth. Sleep apnea. Breathe with that mouth. But open. you laid on top of Quinn Aaron. No, I didn't. We okay. have these sex scenes. Okay, kidding. whatever. I want to go back and make one edit. So Threesome. Gay Pride was amazing. I had too much to drink and I got on stage. They gave me a microphone in front of thousands. Shocking. Oh, and I got up there and the stuff I was screaming. So I ended the thing with saying, if you're a fine motherfucker, slide in my DMs, right? So I didn't realize I said this. <laughs> the next morning I wake up and usually I'll wake up with like a five or a six because, you know, you have five yeah. or six messages. Yeah. I woke up and it was just a red dot. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I click it and there's all these messages videos and photos of my participation at gay pride and so anyway i was just really appalled that people would take me serious so how many guys do you hit back and when do you go out with them no i was just i hit one back to say why why is this message here and he said you asked this slide in your dm so. pride in atlanta used to be a lot of fun like i loved it like the crowd it was like four hundred thousand people and they just really show up in atlanta if you're on like one tv show like for like five minutes they will show you love out there like mm. you if you have any like insecurities or you feel down about your like status in life as a celebrity or TV personality. Go to Atlanta and like, they'll make you feel good again. Mm. So like they go crazy in Atlanta for you. So yeah. yesterday I was sitting at Le Petit Fort waiting for her to come for mm. a dinner meeting and Mike Epps rolls up and we've talked about Mike Epps here because he's going through a divorce with our friend Michelle Epps and mm. he stops his G-Wagon. He's looking at me and I'm like, hey. <laughs> and he goes, send me your information. I go, okay, cool. So trying to get him on the show. But I just want to talk really quick before we get to some music that we have Amber Rose coming in. The mm-hmm. last couple of weeks we've been very crit- I've been very I, I almost threw you in there. You saw that right? <laughs> I, look, the brain's blowback okay. right on my face. Well, I'm sure you're used to giving brain and having some blowback <laughs> in your face. So. Brain blowback. It's okay. Oh, not in the hair. Amber Rose is coming in. You know, I said I, she's going to make me eat my words because on mm-hmm. the last show I said and for those that are listening, I was very critical of Amber Rose's slut walk, very critical of her. I mm-hmm. called her a bitch. Mm-hmm. I went all the way left, called her all kinds of names, which we'll talk about when she gets here. But um, I was surprised. on the last show, I said, there's no way she'll come on this show. There's no way she would face these questions. There's mm-hmm. no way she would have this conversation. And she actually reached out and called. 
And uh, personally, with, personally, with, with no interference, like no third party, it was just her. Well, first of all, it was a two, I'm not gonna say her number, but the prefix of the yeah. number is the same as the LAPD. So I thought, okay, they caught me. <laughs> Fuck uh, it. Yeah. All these parking tickets and caught up with them. All that old shit came back to haunt you, huh? And, right. So you know, I answered the phone. Hello. <laughs> and she said, "This is Amber. What's up? You know." And, and I was, I will, I don't, I really haven't known how to articulate this, but I was really surprised at how friendly she was about the whole thing that was happening with us or whatever. And the fact that she said she would come on the show. So she's coming today and we're going to sit down and we'll talk about it. But I told her, you know, this is not a show where we kiss celebrities asses and mm -hmm. we're just going to tell it how it is. Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, obviously told my circle of friends and whatnot and uh, that she was coming on the show. And it's just, you know, I mean, when the picture was released, the picture was released, you know, the infamous picture of her laying on a staircase, you know, Bush in full regal. And I was at the uh, St. Regis watching the game in Atlanta it was game four, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck, girlfriend? And then it just started circulating around the room. And sure. it was so awesome to actually see that actually happen. And so I have a lot of questions. There's a lot of people who have a, who are very confused by her motivation. Really, really confused. And I feel like we're gonna get to the heart of that with the interview today because, you know, we're just we're not gonna we're not gonna pussyfoot around. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna delve deeper. Listen. We're gonna spread the lips. Listen, listen. We're gonna go in. We're gonna pull the onion back. Right. But pull the, back the but, meat curtains. But the point of it all is Since that you took my fucking brains. But the point of it all is that we're gonna have a real conversation. You know, we we did talk on the phone for an hour. And it was a long conversation mm -hmm. to get through all the personal stuff because, you know, when people have conflict and I've said to her, I've said on this show that I apologize for calling her a bitch. I told her privately and I'll tell her again in front of the audience that, you know, I can own up when I do something wrong. Uh, there's been one or two times in my whole life that I've been wrong um, <laughs> or done something wrong. And actually, that's one time is right now mm. because it's been more than one or two times. <laughs> Whatever. Mm. <laughs> Who's keeping count when you're having fun? Exactly. Uh, Twitter and so, fingers. And so... Um, <laughs> Claudia is still having turmoil <laughs> over our trip to Vegas years ago. But no, I mean, I want to be able to tell her in her face that I apologize for that. But I want to be very clear. And like I said to her, this is not a platform where we kiss people's ass. And as critical as I was when she wasn't in the room, I'm going to be as critical when you're in the room. She was like, let's go. So she she didn't, just so we're clear, she didn't say no topic is off limits. Don't go easy on me. In fact, she said, ask whatever you want. And she did tell me to stay ignorant on the slut walk. And I am ignorant on mm -hmm her platform right. that she's the credit. So we'll see. I've yeah. never attended the slut walk. I've actually been there <laughs> and I talked and I took a picture with, uh, well, yeah, I've been there. I've seen the slut walk. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture with Quincy, but we're not talking about Quincy on today's show. We're not. No, because I talked about him before you Google it. It's already passed. Right. Okay. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to, we're not, we're not, I'm not going to go there. Cause that was a part of my jab with her. And I feel like, the personal stuff she and I dealt with personally, mm -hmm. the public stuff, they'll get to hear whatever we have to say about right. it. I kind of feel like there's other relationships that she's had that are just are so much more, you know, interesting um, in terms of, you know, the questions that we can ask her. You know, Kanye, she was when she was with Kanye, she was mysterious. I, she, I didn't know what the hell her voice sounded like. You I know? loved that Amber Rose. A lot of people say that that's the Amber Rose that they loved because she was mysterious and silent. But and, here's, here's the mm -hmm. debate, though. And mm -hmm. this is where I think this is an interesting conversation yeah. because we're not just interviewing her because she's Amber Rose. She is fascinating as an individual, but mm -hmm. she's had a fascinating experience since the day we met her with no voice to having a voice and being attacked for using her platform, mm -hmm. telling her perspective on feminism. Mm -hmm. I think for me as I said to her on the phone, because I'm not sure what she knew about me or what she may have thought about me or, or heard about my history. But before entertainment, 
I worked in the labor movement where our whole job was about getting people to follow a campaign or a strike or uh, whatever it is that you were, you know, based on your messaging. So Mm -hmm. what was the message? Mm -hmm. I told her, I don't get the message. So Mm -hmm. um, she didn't educate me on that call because she said she wanted to be here. She wanted to make sure you were here. Mm -hmm. And for the audience watching, I felt like you guys have been in a movie together before. Mm -hmm. And I thought you being a woman and you being very intelligent on all things politics, comedy, and, you know, we should probably catch up after the show that she should be here, too, you know. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens when she gets here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this isn't to say that, you know, like, you know, I was talking about the silent Amber Rose, that a woman should stay quiet. But no. it's just, you know, the mystery was something that, you know, it's a, it's a quality that's really kind of like um, respected in women. The mysteriousness, you know, sometimes when you. Yeah. But, you know, the what, more you talk, the less they like you usually. Well, here's the deal. And that that I think lends credence to why she's created her movement. However, mm-hmm. Gloria Steinem was a very vocal feminist. Beyonce, mm-hmm. in many ways, is a feminist. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of feminists around the world that, you know, you can say that uh, Oprah and the opening of an all-girls school in Africa was an act of feminism because mm-hmm. she's promoting higher education and putting women in positions to become equivalent mm-hmm. educationally to men. Mm-hmm. And and so I just feel like there's my understanding of what feminine feminism is. I've been to the slut walk. I've seen it. Um, I don't get it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that don't get it. And mm-hmm. then I think it's, it's interesting as a man, as a gay man, I could look at the photo and appreciate her body. Right. But at the same time, I have thousands and thousands of, followers of Hollywood Unlocked that say this is objectification of a woman. This right. is her. Just because, putting- you, yeah, just because you own the objectification doesn't negate the fact that that's exactly what it is. And I trust and believe I am completely prepared for her trying, you know, for her possibly trying to attempt to draw a correlation between my career, you know, how I started doing music videos and in men's magazines, et cetera, and what she does right now. But you know, I have my own, I, I know where I'm going to go with that. I never did that in the name of feminism. Mm-hmm. I did that in the name of my goddamn bank account. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, it was no social, well, we, me- there was no social well, media at the and, time. And we know Claudia Dror was throwing it in the bag. She was <laughs> walking up and down and they was doing her little video vixen days. But I was, I, you know, I think in videos have come, they've changed. Are you, a, are you yes. considered a video vixen? No, she's no. not. Okay. I was right before that era. Okay. Like I wasn't, my stuff wasn't as sexy, I think. You were just turning over letters for cars and fucking uh, you running know, away I from think Bob videos Barker. went through a change a you know massive I mean? change I feel like in the beginning they're very romantic and more like a love story in like mini movies you know mm-hmm. like uh, Garcelle Beauvais and Keep mm-hmm. It on the Down Low beautifully shot and then mm-hmm. it got more sexy where it was like you know you see more body stuff and mm-hmm. then it got to a level after both of us were done I think where it just got real just straight up stank yeah. Yeah. where they it wasn't even about a pretty face it was just if you got a fat ass or some titties mm-hmm. you can be in a video they're gonna pay you $200 and you go for 8, eight to 10 hours and hope you meet the artist it, it just changed. It used to be a, a career where you're like, I want to be in Michael Jackson's video. I want to I want to book the lead role in the R. Kelly video or the LL Cool J video. You were getting thousands of dollars mm-hmm, back then, mm-hmm. and they were booking through an agency, and it was respectable. They, a lot of times, they now, kept you away now, from the artist. Now yeah. niggas just sliding your DM on Instagram, give yeah. you a meal, or pull a, you off a stripper Uber. pole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. got, it got to a point where they started casting in strip clubs, and then the money went down a lot. Well, yes. speaking of strippers, by the way, on Hollywood Unlocked, if you're not following Hollywood Unlocked, go there and follow us now. Yes, oh yesterday God. on Instagram, oh I posted a video of a stripper <laughs> stripping for somebody, and then she ended up shitting in her face. And was I that just, shit or fart? It was shit. She farted and shitted. It was a shard. But my thing is, when did strippers start shitting on you? Like, 
Like, I understand that the game is shitting on you, and maybe, like, a guy throws a couple singles, no 20, so you've right. been shitted on. But, like, when you put your... First of all, I have an issue with people putting their asses in my face without an invitation. <laughs> right. But if you put your ass in my face, first of all, what is the proper anal bleaching procedure? Do you have hair or not? Do you have a current STD? And even if that, if you... If I was to have... Okay, let me back up. If I was there saying at Girl Collection with Nikki Baby, yeah, go ahead, give me a lap dance. Girl gets on me, she's dancing, she goes upside down, all of a sudden she, for whatever reason... Feels a need to fart. <laughs> and some shit was to go on my fucking face. I'm, I'm punching her right now. Hold on, stomach. hold on, hold on. Fuck a man can't hit a woman. <laughs> fuck yeah. violations of the bro code. Whatever the fuck. Oh you my shit God. in my face. <laughs> and I got my good clothes on too. Because yeah, you know, when sure. you, have, you go out, you wear your good clothes. Exactly. No, no, I just no got question. a lineup. Yeah, I nah. think the problem is, you know, a lot of times they're just so focus on making money they don't really probably have a time for proper diet so they just go to the strip club and they eat the wings and the ranch dressing <laughs> and the blue cheese oh and i think God. they just they well, need some more water well they need lives. to slide over to peter nygaard's island real quick and get an enema they and a healthy some, meal so well, they, they can, can get money, paid to shit on somebody right. not just shit on them because you what is that to, fetish what is that i don't know but if peter nygaard's listen nigga i'm ready for you to shit on me because my bills just got no here. he would want you to shit on him i think not they go that way too the one and only Amber Rose came in. I actually would just text you a minute ago because I thought I was going to get a text that I'm not coming. Come on now. I don't even play those games. Claudia. Claudia. Sorry. She's a busy woman. Oh, Claudia. Jesus Christ. Hopefully it's a date. Okay. Yeah, you ain't lying. So, um, so we've had a lot to say about you over the last two weeks and mm -hmm. a lot has happened online. Mm -hmm. So before we get started, and I've said this to you, we talked for about an hour on the phone. You called me. I did. Uh, um, <clears throat> I was actually surprised because I wasn't expecting that. Why? Because I didn't think, I mean, we had conversation our mm -hmm. last show here where we interviewed Tom Hanks' son, Chet, and I said, she ain't coming on the show. Ain't no way she'll come on the show. She's not going to come because you don't have to give us this opportunity. You don't have to, you have well, a big platform. Well, I feel like it's the circle of life, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I give a little bit, you give a little bit, and that's, that's how, you know, we uh, should be as humanity. We should help each other out. And not assume things. So, so you don't hold you don't hold any grudges either. Like you're pretty <clears> open-minded. <throat> no, I'm a Libra, so I like forgive in like one second. Mm -hmm. So let's get to it. So the only thing that I said I apologize for was calling you a bitch because I felt like what I had built the platform around and what we've built Hollywood Unlocked to be is to have a platform where we can give people a fair chance to tell their side or their story. <clears throat> um, and in particular, there was a lot woven into uh, kind of my rant about you that happened on the show. Part of that was the slut walk. Mm -hmm. um, the Amber Rose brand uh, as it relates to the slut walk and what you were promoting mm -hmm. and what a lot of questions that not just me, but a lot of people have. And a lot of us have talked about on the show. Mm -hmm. I think the personal stuff with, uh, you know, since then we've texted, there was some he said, she said. We don't need to right, get right, right. deep into that. But yo, I talked to him this morning. We don't, again. We're not going to say his name. We're just gonna no, no, no. We're not, nah, nah. That's, okay. th he's my very yep. dear friend. Okay. One of my most personal um advisors i spoke to him this morning and i was like you know i'm gonna go talk to jason today and i was like did you say that and i asked him again he was like i swear on my son's life i never fucking said that shit yeah. so basically for everybody who you know doesn't know what's like, no no i know there's okay. just third party interference he said you know kind of broken telephone and these two probably could have you know well, meaning listen, amber I, and jason I, I, could have probably could have talked it hold on, hold on. i don't need I don't, I don't need clarification let me be very clear i'm many things gay messy at times an asshole, hardworking, a Evil slut, sometimes. whatever. I've been called a lot of things. I'm not a liar. I, I don't want to spend the whole time because there's so much about you and the fact that you're here we could talk about. I, mm -hmm. I've worked with the same person. You've worked with the same no, 
not. Listen. I don't think you're a liar. Yeah. And I actually went through my text. I got a couple of receipts to show you after the show, but I would never. It's cool, lie. man. Listen, that shit is all irrelevant now. For me, I, I really, you know, it's not going to make or break me. Right. Um, it's just, uh, and then after he said that he didn't say it and he was like, look, I be saying shit, but motherfuckers know I'm not you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told you on the phone. I was yeah, like, you, you did. can't like, I'm me. So if it's not coming from me, then it's not, it's not what it is. Yeah, you know, but it's th- unfortunate because it just kind of, he fucked that all up. Yeah, um, it's just so, just to back up, so when uh, when things happen in the media with people and people talk about you every day online and on the media because you're you're out there and you're popping, so when we write about people, we try to get both perspectives, so more, more times than few, we've reached out to say, can we get Amber's perspective, can we talk to Amber, can we ask Amber about this, mm-hmm. can we get access to get this, you know, in particular Slut Walk as well, we didn't go this year, I did go the first year, I mm-hmm. saw you there. Um, and so when we were shut down with not being able to have that opportunity, I think that coupled with, you know, conversations, uh, that were happening around you and Philly, we had talked about, um, and there was maybe a misunderstanding there that I felt like, okay, well shit, I got to get a a message to Amber because (laughs) the only pathway that I have other than bothering Benji is to go through this individual that handles business. And so here we are, we went through that. Um, but I want to go back to saying I do apologize for calling you a bitch. It was inappropriate for me to use this platform to do that. And I appreciate I think, that. I think Thank at you. times we talk on this show like we're in a living room, like fuck that nigga, fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. Or we go in and mm-hmm. we don't really realize the impact that we may have or what that. Well, may yeah, look I mean, like. it wasn't nice. And I think that's something you're learning <laughs> now that we've had conversations about a long time ago. Like now that you're on the other side of mm-hmm. the whole celebrity thing. So that's big of you. This is a big moment for Jason Lee, anyone that knows him, to actually <laughs> apologize. So well, I'll give you credit for that. Well, I try to save all of my apologies for heaven, but mm-hmm. I don't apologize as practice. But when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I saw before she called, I saw myself and my sister called him. I have five sisters and mm-hmm. most 95% of the staff that work for me are female 60% of our fans on Hollywood Unlocked are female. So I felt like, well, shit, that was a little inappropriate. That was a lot of inappropriate. So let me fix that. Now, yeah. everything else I said, of course, I stand behind. We talked. That I'm manipulative. Fake, phony. Jason, so I said a lot of stop. things. But we can, get, we can get into that. Okay. And I can tell it. you my perception because I think a lot of what drove us to get to where we are now well, was then, perception. Then, but then next time you should say my perception. Because you, you made it seem like we were friends, like we hung out all the time. That, you know, but that, that, that I manipulated said. you. Well, I know, but that's what it sounded like, though. That okay. I was, that I had manipulated you or someone that you know. Um, and I'm really just not that person at all. So so what happened between you guys? So let's back up. Um, th- you want to break down the words so I can clarify that? Or does that matter? I, I really, I, I really don't care. I, I'd rather talk about slut walk, if anything. Okay. Okay. So things that like really matter. So here, well. The things that, okay, the things that mattered to me when we talked about it during the show was that, you know, in Hollywood, and let me be very clear, I said, and she said, mm-hmm. she doesn't know you, but you've always been nice when she's seen you. Um, I've said every time I've seen you, you've been nice. You've never been disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. I think the thing with Hollywood that I am struggling with that I share with you, you've been around in the right, game much right. longer than me, and you've you've been around much longer than me, is that you know, when if I share a moment with you or we cool or we hang out or we're around or we have mutual friends and I see you, and we acknowledge each other. And there's a difference from the millions or billions of people that have messaged you that you don't know and you're not on their show. Right. So mm-hmm. we are familiar with each other. I feel like sometimes I don't know. You're one of those people in Hollywood. I don't know. Do I say hi? Do I not say hi? Sometimes you'll speak. Sometimes you won't. So for me, 
that coupled with all the other conversations going on with mm. being grouped in with the other blogs that talk about you. You know, we I know the content that goes out that I approve. We don't bash kids. We always say you appear to be a great mom. You have a beautiful son. Uh, we when you post beautiful photos or videos uh, that are very entertaining, like one that just happened this week that everybody's talking about. Mm. We put it out to support you. I appreciate that. So I didn't understand where there was this, you know, um, well, the, all these comments. the message was relayed to you very negatively. And, and I don't know that guy. I, that was OK. So I'm in Philly. I'm in my hometown. Mm. And <laughs> my ex-boyfriend's son is 22 years old now. Mm -hmm. um, and he came out to the club with me and he brought his friend with him. Mm -hmm. And he said that he worked for Hollywood Unlocked. And I told Jason, I was like, I, first of all, I didn't know it was Jason's. Mm -hmm. um, and two, I didn't know that he had the radio show either. Because um, I just don't, I don't kind of like search for shit like that. Even like when I do an interview or TV, I don't watch myself after. So I kind of just don't look for things like that have to do with um, celebrity gossip. And uh, and I was like, oh, Hollywood Unlocked. But I remember coming across the Instagram page a few times. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. All those, like, celebrity blogs and shit, this shit is just, like, negative And, like, I don't know. I just really don't fuck with all that. Mm -hmm. This motherfucker went back and told him, Amber, don't fuck with you. You know, like, I had a personal vendetta against yeah. him. But no, um, that, that, and I was speaking in generalities. That's not how it was. What was... What was relayed to me, and this was my own sensitivity, and when we get into the slut walk, slut shaming, slut movement, slut everything, um, you will, we may have some common ground. I get grouped in with a lot of people. We definitely will. I get grouped in with a lot of people. It's going to change your life, Jason. <laughs> I promise you. Well, I appreciate you being here. And, if and you, you too. Oh, you. Oh, I'm, we, me and you are going to talk. I am excited <laughs> to see this love connection. But, but for me, to be grouped in, and there are a lot of our competitors that do whatever they do. And maybe because you're not as familiar with Hollywood Unlocked and not knowing that I own it. You know, we, like I said to you. On the phone, like we've supported the uh, the Amber Emoji launch. We've mm -hmm. been there to support. Like, you've posted from your account, Hollywood Unlocked. So I thought maybe you were as familiar. So in my own yeah. peripheral well, kind of looking. Well, this is probably someone sending me the caption. and Maybe. But, yeah. but maybe because I work online, I'm in tune with everything that we post and promote. I understand. And it's so also easy for things uh, that, like the telephone game. You know what I mean? When it's coming from a third person, a lot of times someone puts a little stank on it. The message yeah. of the person that's for in between. Sure, us, for yeah. sure, for sure. Is that sure. maybe No, because the, I think the conversation was where maybe I misunderstood or whatever, was that when he said he worked for Hollywood Unlocked, the conversation was they always are bashing me. Not they, Hollywood Unlocked, they blogs. Mm -hmm. And you took it as they, Hollywood well, Unlocked. Because I, I don't look... You I, took it as you. I'm like me. We, we, you know, that couple, that couple with... You know, uh, we've had some conversations with some some folks on your team that we talked about, one person in particular. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, everybody knows that I'm really good friends with Floyd Mayweather. He's a sponsor of the show. He's a really good supporter of Hollywood Unlocked. And we've partnered many times. Mm -hmm. And when I said um, to the person that, you know, what can we can we talk to Amber? Why did, what's the issue? And we had talked about Floyd before. And you said at the time that you weren't really a supporter of Floyd. That wasn't your thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Under, I thought maybe I was grouped into whatever issue you had with him. So there's all these things happening. I can't get to you. There's repeated requests to talk to you. They're all shut down. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I paint a picture that clearly from our conversation may have been distorted by putting a bunch of stuff together. Mm -hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, okay. for sure. But you're no, here. I mean, I understand now after we spoke, like I, I get it. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, um, 
I have a, I have a team around me that's kind of like a fucking, you know, like they they shelter really me and they insulated. don't let yeah they don't mm-hmm. let people in and so what happens is is that you know I finally get to someone like you and they're just and you're like I've been trying I did this that and that and I'm just like yo I don't hear any of this mm. they kind of just keep people away from me yeah that's kind of disappointing given the person that we're talking about because I yeah and that, that goes back to the frustration at the time because in Hollywood you think you cool with somebody you get some information that you act on and I have for the most part have um you know, try to get to the source or, or try to understand the source. But I, that day, and this is why I was sorry that, that for my own behavior was I was frustrated in general with the fake shit in Hollywood. And it's new mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. where I may think I'm cool with you. We cool or I'm cool with him. We cool. And then all of a sudden we're not cool <laughs> right. or you're trying to advance your shit or your project with this motherfucker. So now you throw me under the bus. So I realized that I said on the show, my loyalty right now is to my brand, to hot, to Floyd Mayweather, to Queen Latifah, to those people that, I know are part of my brand or that support me, my family. Um, and I've since talked to Floyd since our conversation yeah. um, to be clear that whatever was out there may have existed where there was a perception that you didn't like Floyd because he mm-hmm. said he had never really met you and you guys have never shared any time together. Right. That's true. So mm-hmm. here we are. Yes, here we are. Well, now that that's out of the way, can we have some fun <laughs> well, now. Wait, well, well, welcome to the show. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. My now. razor blade. <laughs> oh, just, I know. just one last thing. Mm. When you called, you were very nice. And I do apologize. I felt she made me feel really bad uh, by being really different than I expected. Because I had gotten a text the day before that said, motherfucker, keep my name out your mouth, bitch. I go, well, there goes Amber. <laughs> You thought that was me? So I called yes. somebody on my team. I go, can you call and see if this is Amber? Because <laughs> it could be anybody, you know? Nah, I don't move like that. I just, I pick up the phone. I just call a motherfucker. No, you did. And yeah. now she's here. So let's get into it. I told yeah. her she was a real bitch, but I didn't mean it the bad way. I appreciate that. Okay, okay. Well, let's talk about the 800 pound gorilla in the room. Let's talk about the photo. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the photo is basically, um, if correct me if I'm wrong, your advertisement for the 2017 Slut Walk that's going to be happening on October 1st, I believe. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so that was basically your, you know, the, the big promo movement. For it. Oh, no, there's no? a bunch more. Coming. No, 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 no. But just this, this was the, this was the initial well, kind of, her, uh, that was, was the it? initial, that was the initial one. That was the first one. Yes. Okay. So I was at the St. Regis watching game four, mm-hmm. scrolling through the favorites page, the popular page and whatnot. And then I saw this and I had to stare at, <laughs> am I really actually seeing what I'm seeing? And my girlfriend had, and then I just watched everybody's phones coming out and just, that's forget awesome. about forget about game so four. Awesome. Everybody forgot that there was a game on TV. Okay, and I was Le- trending number one worldwide. Fuck LeBron. Awesome. Fuck Kevin Durant. Exactly. Fuck Nobody basketball. gave a shit about them at yeah, that moment, cool. and and since then, basically, I mean, basic. There had to have been a shooting at you know uh, today in order for people to stop talking about it. So I first I want to ask sure. why. What was what was the motivation behind that? Like, just just give me the creative direction. You, mm-hmm. the idea came into your head, and then we get this photo. What was the creative direction, and what was the intention behind it? Because then I want to share with you the overall consensus from a public standpoint. Oh, I don't give a shit about a public standpoint. No. I'll, I'll hear it though. Yeah, but um, you know, I, I guess I would say it's a few things. Um, I had a slut walk photo shoot coming up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really want to like grow out a bush. Like I want to have pubic hair because one is healthier for us, for women. Um, there's a stigma around it that 
um, when women have hair down there that they're unclean, they're unkept, um, they're poor, they can't afford to, you know, keep it waxed or shaved constantly. Um, you know, we feel the need to shave and get razor bumps. We're also more susceptible to infections, um, sexually transmitted diseases, even with a condom on. And um, I feel like society tells us that we almost have to, you know, constantly not have hair down there to be clean. And it's just not true. Um, we also feel pressure from men as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I see like a, there's like a meme where it's like, girl, you're not going to do nothing tonight, but shave it just in case, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, I just wanted to, you know, kind of just put it all out there and, and, and bring them back. And bring them back in style, one, and <laughs> let people know that it is okay and that it is very natural mm-hmm. and that it is better for us. Mm-hmm. And so, so we got some messages, one from a fan, because, again, I think mm-hmm. that I really, I probably didn't think that this topic was as complex as I've discovered that it is from the photo. Because we read all the comments mm-hmm. and we've been posting stuff and posting that photo. Well, the in good thing about the photo and the reason why I don't put a long caption and say all those things. It'll speak for itself or it, it'll create a conversation. It'll create a conversation. I get it. So here's one of the here's one of the points. So one mm-hmm. of our fans, Stoney Braxton, not Tony Braxton, just to be clear. Stoney. Shout Stoney. out to Stoney. She said this these were her questions. I'll just put it out there. How is she gonna say free the bush, which is a known feminist statement, but your legs were shaved? And then she said, um, how is she going to claim to be an advocate advocate for those who've been body shamed? Can I answer one, one at, at a time? time? Yeah, okay. sure. Um, I also have tattoos and people are like, why is, you, why is it so Photoshopped? Because I Photoshopped all my tattoos out so you can specifically focus on the bush. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, how is she going to claim to be an advocate for those who have been body shamed, but her picture was Photoshopped? You've already answered that. Okay. And that was just to the only Photoshop that happened was to Photoshop out the tattoos. Yeah, I should actually put out the um, original. original. Yeah, because yeah, I ain't gonna lie, that lighting, bitch. Whoo, yeah, like that shit was because people people are under the impression mm-hmm. that it was more than just your your tattoos that were photoshopped out. They feel. I mean, yeah, obviously it's a professional um, photographer. Yeah. My skin is airbrushed. Yeah. It is a very beautiful uh, airbrush picture. Mm-hmm. But I will release the um, unedited one. Okay. But some of the go ahead, Claudia. I was gonna ask. I I totally understand what you're saying about you mm-hmm. know the natural benefit of having pubic hair that's why it was put there right. you know what I mean like it's there for a reason it's not there for you know it's it's there for a reason to protect us but what do you say to people that say well okay we get it but why do you have to show it and are there no boundaries anymore in in society well who would who would be saying that well I mean look online the critics just people our mamas you know what I mean like just well, because our mamas we, had bushes. They, well, no, it's not a, nothing against the bush. I get mm, the bush. Okay. I get, I, I Are you saying, so why I have to show it? Yeah, like why, like we all have pussies. We all have bushes. Well, well we I, don't I, have, I mean, I no one's, no one's seen my lips, my clit, my balva. You can't, my, my legs are closed. So it's really just hair down there. Mm-hmm. See, that's a misconception. People see that and they're like, she's nude. She's showing her vagina to yeah. everyone. You see the top where the hair grows. Mm-hmm. That's all you see. I was, but gonna, people get so uncomfortable with a female's naked body. It's almost too sexual. It almost makes us cringe and like feel some type of way. And yes, the the photo is beautifully airbrushed. But if it wasn't, 
It would have been another conversation. Right. But it's it, always going to be something. I didn't be, have a problem but, with the Photoshop. I thought it looked. It was. A, it's a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it's a beautiful picture. Um, it made me uncomfortable for different reasons. I don't like vagina, but that's my own personal <laughs> thing. But I, but I look. I can look at it and appreciate that mm-hmm. you looked very beautiful in the photo. Thank you. Um, I think my question is for me. My five year old niece now has access to cell phones. Right. And this is just me kind of speaking as people that may have yeah, kids, yeah, little yeah, kids. For sure. So when she scrolls down to see what celebrity is Jason, my uncle talking to today, and she runs across the photo, what is the message that that photo is to, supposed to transcend to her? And what is she supposed to get from that? Um, she's not supposed to be looking at a 33-year-old grown woman's Instagram page. Um, my slut walk is 18 and over. Um, and I highly suggest the parents and the uncles and aunts out there really watch what you know these young kids look at. Because I'm not trying to influence your child. I have my own child. He sees me naked all the time. Um, just like, you know, on the internet, you're a mother, you're a mother. My son literally sees me naked all day long, constantly. It's not weird to him. I'm his mother. Right. Just like you done seen your mother naked and your mom's naked. Um, you know, people look at me as, um, I don't know, just but maybe just overly sexual. Um, and I don't think that you can be over overly sexual. I think that you can just be sexually confident and, and put it out into the world. And that makes people uncomfortable. And I'm cool with that. Well, I had a conversation with Karen civil this morning about like six 30 in the morning. She was struggling. She, with went, this, she went trending. Uh, she was, she, trending she was struggling with some of the comments that she's getting for posting the photo. Because tell her to call me, man, I, I will tell her after the show one, she posted a photo, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's, she's posted. Let's back up. She used to work with Hillary Clinton, helping to get Hillary in office. Right. Clearly, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Russia. Okay, then mm-hmm. she started. <laughs> then she started to work, work with uh, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. and she did a little video that Nicki posted that was a little different than what we've seen in the Karen Civil brand. Yeah. So when she posted this other photo from a photo shoot, a themed photo shoot, similar to what you're talking about, mm-hmm. people went after her, and people were saying this is off brand, this is inappropriate, this is this. So I got your point of view in that conversation, right? What I'm trying to understand is because we, you know, back in the day when the slut walk did create, was created in Europe, you had, it was 18 and over. You didn't have social media. We do. It's a different time now. So now with the message control. It was 2011 when it started. But okay. I'm not sure when Instagram was created, but we didn't have. But there was still Twitter and like, and pictures and Facebook or at least MySpace, Facebook. Okay. So for, okay. So now I think Instagram came 2013, if I'm but, correct. But now, I mean, there's no question, at least from the optics of it, you're a great mom. I've said it publicly mm-hmm. many times, I, we, every you. time we post it. And, I you, am. and your son looks like he's growing up in an environment where he's exposed to things that will make him more in touch with just life in general and not shielded or kept away from reality. Right. But other people's children who are a part of society that do happen to get on Instagram that do happen to run across the conversation. Cause you, everybody's talking about the photo right now. And mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. what is the message that they should get other than just keep your kid away from it? Because um, I would tell you the message is I am not your child's role model. I am not your ro- role model. Don't be like me at all. Be yourself. That's exactly what I'm promoting. Be exactly who you are. If you don't want a bush, don't have a bush. If you don't want to shave your head, Grow your hair long. I am all about individuality and being exactly who you are um, and being comfortable in your own skin. Uh, as far as, you know, I think that, you know, and what I what I see a lot, Jason, is people are like, well, you can't help it now because you're famous and you have a responsibility. 
I never wanted to be famous. I didn't ask for this shit. It just happened for me. So I, you know, took myself to the next level and figured it out and made money to take care of my family and also, you know, put out my passion um, out to the world, started my slut walk, have my own companies and stuff like that. But as far as fame, like I don't owe anybody shit for that. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do that makes me comfortable and that makes me happy. And, you know, my son is with me. I'm raising my son in my house. So he's he knows me better than anyone knows me. Mm. And so everyone else is not really my problem. But even though you didn't ask for the fame, you got it. And you got it yeah. on a... I mean, you have more fame than people that have actual singing, acting talents that are act out there. Not to say that you don't, but I'm saying that whose whole career is hopefully or probably driven by fame, right? You mm-hmm. got it. Um, yeah. how, however that happened, it's there. And so now you do you feel no obligation or, or uh, you know, any obligation to handling it what people would say responsibly? No. Okay. You don't? You really don't at all? No, not at all. I mean, listen. I'm, I can, a, 30, I can res- I'm a 33-year-old grown woman why do I, I'm not on Disney Channel? I'm not fucking, you know, writing children's books. You're not, but you're extremely famous, and you know right. people That's are going to copy That's not my problem. People are going to Blame copy the you. consumer. It doesn't matter. These parents, my son is not going to be following anyone at five years old, no offense, looking at Instagram, seeing anything inappropriate, because I'm going to make sure as his mother he's not doing that. But do you think, as he's five now, so seven, eight, he's nine, four. Ten. Okay, four mm-hmm. years old. So, I mean, it's going to be really hard to control that for the duration of his childhood. Yeah, but I also you know? can't blame anyone else for, you know, me lacking as a parent or not speaking to my son. That's why I tell my son everything now. Well, well I was going to say, the, to her credit, mm-hmm. the photo created conversation, mm-hmm. right? Right. It, so, to play both sides of it, if... I think that there shouldn't be any shame around the naked body, period, right? Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be shame, period. Right. I think the the thing is, because there is no caption, there is no message, there's no preceding follow-up, there's no explanation, there's no whatever. And I can understand from a marketing standpoint, from a, for a brand, let everybody keep talking. As long as they're talking, good or bad, they're talking. Yeah, but I also don't say, hey, kids, follow me. I don't say, you know, like uh, I'm speaking to the young teenagers out there. No, I'm not. I've I've said it a million times. I'm talking to the mothers. You can go tell your kids whatever you want to tell your kids. That is your business. That is not my responsibility. I'm raising my own child. Okay. Well, speaking of raising your own child um, and the fact that you say that, you know, he's he sees you walk around naked. He's comfortable with that. You guys have an amazing relationship. You know, a lot of the, um, you know, public, not criticism, but just commentary is revolving around him getting older Mm -hmm. and possibly being bullied um, because of your actions, because of your, just just how you live your life unapologetically. So congratulations, because I have never- But how do I live my life, Melissa? Unapologetically. Yeah, but I mean, Mm -hmm. why why would he get bullied? For what? There's, because there's a lot of people who do not share your viewpoint in terms of how you describe- Feminism. What's your idea of feminism? Granted. So when his dad, when mm-hmm. his dad taught him how to use the bathroom, mm-hmm. right, and his dad pulled out his penis and mm-hmm. said, "All right, Sebastian, now it's time to pull out your penis, and mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how to aim in mm-hmm. the toilet." Mm-hmm. Is that inappropriate? But no. I think, but I think that's a little. I, don't, I think if different. I know your point, right. I think it's a little different because 
that's a private moment nobody's yeah. going to know about. I think his dad has pictures on the internet as well. His dad has pictures on the internet as well. Well, I'm a Google so, that after the show. I mean, no, not not a full frontal, but his dad has, you know, he's a rock star. Yeah, he's a rock star. You know, that's the that's the thing. That's what frustrates me sometimes with women because it's always, you know, the guys can do it, but the girls can't. And then mm. when I hear a, a woman say it, it's just, it's just kind of like mind boggling because we live in a society where they. They instilled that in us mm-hmm. our entire lives okay. to like to think that way. Right. We almost have to think that way. And now, you know, I'm fighting against that. And there's a lot of people that are on board with me. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of women, especially, that just still don't get it. There's a lot of women that think that your message of hypersexuality, you know, is not empowering because they don't find discretion. Um, they don't find su- their 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 desire to be discreet a form of suppression. They don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. They don't feel they like- They don't have to. Right. Like, it's not for everybody. Right. And they don't think that lacking discretion, quote unquote, um, or just kind of putting it all out there is a form of empowerment. There's different ways to, you know, empower yourself. And they just think that your message is so- is so specific and, it is. and, and, it and is very, very linear and very one-sided. No, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, my type of feminism is sexual violence, okay. um, victim blaming, slut shaming. That is very specific in this type of feminism that, you know, I talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, question. How do you feel about what? About the whole situation, because you're saying with the photo or how, just the movement. In yeah, general. the photo, the movement. Um. Well, first of all, I have a bush. I didn't know that there was a conversation. I really mm. didn't. You know, so it's a thing. So it just really the, so just the fact that it turned into this a conversation. Very personal. I was <laughs> I was literally like, what, "We're really this is a problem." I've lit, nobody who's ever had the opportunity to know what's going on down there has had a problem with it. We got the bodies in my phone. Shut up. <laughs> so I didn't know that it was even a conversation to even be had. I've never had anybody say or insinuate that I was dirty or unclean because. I wasn't fully waxed or lasered or whatever the case is. Whatever whatever goes on down there has been just based solely on my own comfort level, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that was what was kind of surprising to me just as a, I didn't know that this was a conversation that even needed to be had. Yeah, honestly, Okay, so, and that was, and so with the women in the room that I was in, that was basically a (laughs) consensus of, we didn't know that this was a conversation that needed to be had about whether or not we're waxed or not. And hey, let's grow our bushes back. I honestly hate when my pussy looks like Homer Simpson's head. I do. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's uncomfortable. Still personal. You know? Sorry. Um, and so then obviously the photoshopped aspect of the photo, most people just go straight towards the fact that it's photoshopped and the fact that you, you know, your legs were shaved, that you were oiled up and looking exceptional you look that we can't take that away it's from great, you it's a great it picture. is a it is a it wonderful is picture but it seemed kind of derogatory in a way because you know you might want to call it a choker people were calling it a dog collar so it seemed very contradictory why but why is it why is it i have i have the what's answer. wrong with a dog collar well, though i have the answer stony stony braxton back to stony braxton her last question she said and this i'll just read it how is she going to claim to fight objectification when she's wearing a damn collar, oily as fuck, 
when one that million six, that's how i like let, it let me, let me, it's a long-winded question when one no, million, but it, it doesn't matter that is if that's how i like it if i want to be okay. dragged on a dog chain by a man, by a lesbian, by a transsexual. If that's what I'm into, I am owning that about myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the thing. Everybody else wants to go with what society says that they need to do and what's appropriate. Well, let me Why say this. We- I'm not, I, I am completely, I am anti-fuck the Hollywood shit on this show. I live my life in my truth. I'm not in the closet. I don't come and portray mm-hmm. straight like, but, 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 but Jason, but me, really but, live that though. No, but like, no, hold on. I'm living that. But that, I'm not, I have chosen. When I did Love and Hip Hop, I was very clear to producers. I'm not going to be that gay character for you to exploit. Right, right. I'm not going to step in and start wearing rainbow <laughs> shirts and start. I do go to Pride. I support Pride. I support, I do the AIDS walk. I do a lot of things charitable mm-hmm. for the, the LGBTQ community, but I don't want to become the poster child or the face of or the leader of or have any of that responsibility because that's not what I want to do. So I think okay. the question is, is because you did step into a role of being you lead a lot of people and whether or not you want to be um, a, a leader or not. And I'm not even saying what you're doing is right or wrong. What I'm saying is I'm trying to understand the message because the conversations are happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. How do we shape it into a narrative that drives it home for you to did get people you like look her at to the get website? Well, you told me not to do no research, but you know, I did. Okay. <laughs> I looked at the website. Okay. So where I, again, I told you on the phone, my background before entertainment was I spent 10 years leading labor unions and more, more for healthcare advocacy. Right. Mm-hmm. So in doing that creating messaging and programs, what I understand is there's a slut walk. What I've been critical of is where are the scholarships? How can we be helpful? Hold on to shape us. Who, programs yeah, of- who's giving me money though? So my so so that's part me, of this conversation. So, cool. Maybe it's so the struggle the first, people not wanting to support programs for. Let me tell you something. The first slut walk, I couldn't get any sponsors at all, which is cool. I was like, let me just call everyone in my phone that I know that has money. Neo, Nick Cannon. Jeffree Star, Nicki Minaj, Russell Simmons, uh, the list goes on. They all gave me thousands and thousands of dollars to get this started. I also put in tens of thousands of dollars of my own money to get it started. The first year, about 2,500 people showed up. You were there. Mm -hmm. Um, It was extremely grassroots. Uh, We kind of just, you know, we had the march and then it was like a festival. That's what Mm -hmm. really cost you know, money, mm-hmm. the staging, the gating, Licensing, the security, the, the toilets, you know, just the venue alone. Um, and then I talked about it every single day for a year until the next, the second annual one. 11,000 people came. I mean, we shut down downtown LA. Like this just goes to show you that um, it's a problem. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's something that, you know, especially double standards, Melissa, like you, you have been through the ringer. Mm -hmm. I I like, you know, you were like the girl that I looked up to Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, Melissa Ford, like I want to do videos like her and Mm -hmm. I want to be like her. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and you said it was important that she be here today for this conversation. Because there's, yeah. there is a similarity where yeah. in your career, in your past, yeah. you were sexualized in videos. No, I, I definitely want to hear where she was going with okay. this. Yeah, go ahead. So, well, let me go back real quick. This year, we're expecting over 17,000 people at Pershing Square, downtown LA. So I grew it into something really big. And now we have Coca-Cola, Beats by Dre, 
Fashion Nova, um, Budweiser. I mean, like just huge sponsors that really understand what the slut walk is and, and they're, they're on board with us. So, you know, um, the parallel between if, you two, you were going to say, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't done yet, but oh, I'll, I'll go over here. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's like so many things I like I want to talk about today from our conversation. I didn't realize how complex Really, because we don't put a lot of thought into a lot of our interviews. We the celebrity walks in, mm-hmm. we have great conversations, mm-hmm. we leave. Yeah, that's cool. No, I mean, but, with, but with you, there but, was but with you there was a lot of conversation and a yeah. lot of reading of Instagram and a lot of paying it closer attention. Mm-hmm. And it is more complex than I will say I thought it was mm-hmm. from the beginning because mm-hmm. the optics of it is Amber's naked. Amber's talking about the slut walk. There's an event. What else is there? But. And looking, there's a lot more than... I'm going to say how I feel about her, and then I'm going to okay. tell you my story okay. after that, okay? We actually wanted to start with that, but we forgot. It's cool. We didn't forget. I'll, I'll tell you my story, because it, it really is... You you may be shocked when I tell you my story. Mm-hmm. But, um, Melissa, you know, I, I, I looked up to you, and I was like, you know, I, I want to be a video vixen like her, mm-hmm. and she's so beautiful, and like, you know... Um, and I remember people... You know, as I got older, they're like, oh, well, you know, all the video hoes and, Mm -hmm. you know, they fuck all the rappers. Mm -hmm. And then there was like a video of like you and Cisco and like the whole situation. I I remember watching that, you know, when I was younger and being like, damn, man, like she is a hoe, like a motherfucker, like this bitch. Like, I can't believe I looked up to her. Like, she just literally fucks everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, and I swear. Mm-hmm. I know. And Trust that's me, how I know. I know. I know. And so, like, when I tell people I am a former slut shamer, that is what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Because I was mad that I wasn't in the videos, and you were. Mm-hmm. I was mad that you were beautiful, and you were dripped in, like, diamonds and fucking beautiful dresses Shout out to the and i was the budget and i was like you <laughs> know 90s. i mean rhinestone what if child whatever but <laughs> no they are diamonds oh excuse me <laughs> no, um you know and then i'm at home and i'm poor as fuck and i'm like you know dancing and shit and i'm mm. watching these videos and i'm just like damn man this bitch is so fuck. like she's not even cute like she just fucks everybody mm-hmm. and you know and i had that mindset right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then i became famous and i'm like Oh, okay. Mm. I see it now. Mm-hmm. Like I see, I see what people do to me now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, you know, you seem to be amazing, and I'm sure you were amazing that whole time. Mm-hmm. I was just a fucking hater, right? Because I wasn't in your position, mm-hmm. you know. And I instantly had to feel like you were fucking everyone mm-hmm. to get those jobs, right? You understand? Mm-hmm. I know. And so now, now that's on me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, with Paris Hilton, when she first came out on TMZ, mm-hmm. she's a famous for nothing. That bitch got money. Like, so what? She fucking doesn't work for shit. She's whack as hell. She just goes and buys shit for no reason. I was a fucking hater. Well, that was kind of true when Paris started because she was a socialite. That, was a, that wasn't a job. But, that was just a thing. But it was not her fault, which right. she was born into, right? right. It it's, wasn't her fault. She true. couldn't help that. She would walk outside and it's like... That's an heiress. Mm. I want to take pictures of her and put her in magazines. Mm -hmm. And so what happened with me and my story is that I fell in love with a famous guy, right? Yeah, you know, years ago. And uh, 
it took a long time for me to actually get into a relationship with him because I didn't trust him. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I was like on his arm and we were out, we were going out on dates. And then my entire life ended up on the internet. And I was like, well, okay, yeah. I mean, I was a dancer. Like he knew that. Like that's not a big deal. Like I wasn't, I wasn't prostituting. Um, and even if I was, it was it wouldn't be a big deal. But I was not. Um, I always had the gift of gab. I can always talk to guys, and they would give me money. And I had friends, and it was like a great fucking time. And I miss it. But um, the whole internet, like everyone, started calling me a hoe. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yo, Kanye, why are you with her? She's a hoe. She's a hoe. She's a hoe. And I used to be like, why? Because you were a stri former stripper. Because I was a former stripper. Yeah. And, and also because she's beautiful. That's just yeah. it. That, that's just mm -hmm. it. There's, there, that's where the curse is. There's the gift and the curse of being beautiful. And that right, right there is the curse. Because you're beautiful, because this famous man has decided to bestow all his attention on you. It didn't even have to be that she was a stripper. It's because she's beautiful. Right. It's so same, same thing I did to Melissa. Mm -hmm. Same thing. And so, um, never looked at another man while I was with him, extremely loyal and faithful. And then we broke up and things didn't work out. And then the internet came back and it was like, you know, you didn't deserve him anyway. He's so much better than you. You're nothing but a stupid ass hoe and a stripper and blah, 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 blah. And this and that. So at home, I sit at home, I cry, I'm going through a breakup. I also have the internet going in on me. And then, you know, he kind of comes out with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And then I cry some more. Um, and then months go by and then I meet Wiz and like Wiz was like his love just hit me like a truck. I was like, this is what real love is. And I experienced real love for the first time with him. And we loved each other so much. And then he proposed to me and then we got married and we had Sebastian and we did it the right way, whatever that is. Mm hmm. Um, and then I got my heart broken again. And then it was like, Amber, you're fucking disgusting, bitch. You don't deserve to be married. You're nothing but a whore. You're, you know, you were just a stripper anyway. You're lucky that these guys ever even noticed you. And so I was like, there's something, like something has to be done. Like I can only take so much pain and scrutiny and heartbreak. And I know that I am not the only person that's going through this. I'm going through this on a whole other level. But I know that there's, you know, girls just in regular neighborhoods that are going through this shit and being slut-shamed and scrutinized constantly for things that they probably never even did just because they're beautiful and, you know, and they're sweet and they're personable and they talk to everyone. That was the thing. I became famous. And so people would ask me for pictures and I would say, okay, I'll give you a picture. And then the next day on the internet, it's like Amber Rose and Ocho Cinco. And I was like, I don't know who Ocho Cinco is. Like this is before <laughs> Evelyn and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I didn't know he was at football. I don't fucking watch football. I don't know. And then it's like, obviously a tall black dude wants a picture. I'm like, are you a basketball player? Because if you are, I'm not taking a picture with you because I don't want to go through this anymore. Mm -hmm. But I was always just very sweet to everyone. She's just a hoe. She's disgusting. She's a hoe. Also, you know, I was, um, I've, I've, I've been sexually assaulted. I've been victimized. I've been um, slut shamed on numerous occasions. 
uh, for things that I have not done. I mean, there's like a list online of guys that I slept with that I've, I have a couple I've never met, a couple I've met in passing. Um, and, you know, most of them I did not sleep with, except for like the obvious ones that everyone you know, knows about. Mm-hmm. So the Raptors, that stop it over there, that was just, was that a mistake or was that just a moment in time, the basketball player for the Raptors? Ross, what was his What's name? What's his name Terrence? again? Terrence. Oh, Terrence. <laughs> Terrence. Yeah. So we'll go right along. I, so, no, I was. I swear I wasn't being sarcastic. Oh, I really okay. forgot his name. Amber. No, that was like a cool moment. He was a nice guy. <laughs> when we met, I don't know if you remember, it was on that movie we did. Yes. And we actually spoke about this because we have very you know, similar um, experiences as far as like, I have a list out that a a bitter ex put out Mm. and really all it takes is a picture with someone at a a social event where there's nothing going on. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a publicist putting two people together Mm -hmm. to take a picture Mm -hmm. and you have to, you're branded by that just because of you being friendly or you being nice or you just listening. But at what point, right? Mm -hmm. Do you stop crying? What point do you stop comment creeping and leaving stuff on Hollywood Unlocked or Shade Room, <laughs> you know, and say, no, that's not me. Right. I didn't sleep with him. That never happened. Right. I got to the point where I was like, you know what? If y'all want to call me a slut for either going on a date, being divorced, right. uh, wearing a dress or associating me with men that I didn't sleep with, I'm a slut then. And that's exactly what I'm going to be. And ho is life. And I'm going to hashtag it on every picture and I'm going to be queen slut for all the girls that have ever been affected and scrutinized and sat at home and cried and wanted to like literally kill themselves over, you know, men and other women bullying them. It's like a severe form of bullying and it's unfair it's, it's abusive but it's, it's abusive it's, it is it's it is abusive so what i'm saying to you melissa mm-hmm. at, at, and you as well you know there come i'm that took over your show no, it's no, fine. No problem. um <laughs> go ahead right in <laughs> 